All right, Mots, we are back. Episode 73 of The Rink Shrinks. We are joined by Keith Yandel, special guest. What do you say, boys? You ready to roll or what? Let's go. So, KY, what's been going on? You've been catching up on the playoffs. What's happening? Yeah, nothing much. Just been um, hanging here in Florida. Got back after a long year and nice to be home playing some golf, catching up uh, some family time and just chilling. How's the golf nice. game? Yeah. It's getting better. It was actually, I was good for like two weeks and I've been brutal. My last two rounds out, I've been not so good, but uh, good thing about my course up there in Jupiter, you can't, you can't p- plug in a score. So it's nice. <laughs> yeah. So as far as what you were saying about being away from the family, uh, you're away in Philly family stayed down in Florida for, you know, school and you know, just to be settled. I kind of went through the similar, similar thing for the last uh, year and a half from when I was playing. It's very difficult. Uh, so when you do get back, um, are you on daddy duty or, you know, I know you're not doing your yard, but uh, are you, you have a lot more responsibilities other than just hanging out with Kate, uh, Kevin Hayes. Yeah. A lot more responsibilities. I've been, uh, I've been on strict well school's all out now which is nice but i was on strict drop off and pick up every day uh taking them to their activities today i was at a birthday party all day um down in miami so uh yeah i've been i've been bouncing around i've been doing the the daddy duty and kristen's been taking her uh couple weeks off which she definitely deserves yeah i'm sure she's uh just guilting you all over the place as any good wife would just yeah you're picking them up you're dropping them off that's that's just the way it goes yeah it is what it is and i mean for nine months she did it straight and she's pretty good didn't complain too much to me which is which was pretty nice well good stuff and as far as the golf game goes uh you say last two rounds you've been kind of like squirrely but like, what are you looking at right now? Like, are you off the tee, around the green? What, yeah. What, no. What's going on? So, so I, your game. I, I was Mox good. is a golf shrink, too. Yeah, I need it. I need it right now. I was good off the uh, – even coming back right away, I was good off the tee, which I'm normally not. Uh, I've been good off the tee. And then the last three rounds, I've been absolute horse – poop off the uh off the tee but i've been really good around the greens i used to putt everything around the greens now i've actually been working on my chipping a little bit so i've been able to uh chip a little more and work on the game that way you got the flop going no trying to get away from the flop i used to do that just for show but now it's uh <laughs> trying to get away from it and and not play like a jerk say speaking of golf can we just bring up this like live tour and all that stuff it's kind of crazy what's going on with the pga i don't know if you guys have been following it much but i know like patrick reed d shambeau they left today obviously mickelson uh dj i mean some pretty big names and they're getting some serious money like is the pga tour in trouble or what yeah i was actually thinking about like if you're a golfer i mean i know nothing really about like if you're a golfer, do you, grow, do you grow up and say, oh, I want to play on the PGA? Or do you just say, I want to be a professional golfer? Mm-hmm. Like for us, you know, you grow up, you say, oh, I want to be in the NHL. It's not like you say, right. oh, I want to be, you know, like for them. So I don't I, know. I want to play in the KHL and make some dough. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. But I mean, the the big boys are going. Um, 
obviously the money is not yeah it's crazy for them i mean but the fact that those guys i i thought they all made way more than they do like obviously you gotta win to you gotta win to make some money and obviously this is a little different i think i feel i mean i don't really know too much about it but you can't like as a professional athlete myself i can't blame them for that um they're still gonna play in the majors right yeah i I think yeah Yeah. that's 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 what i heard too But, but they're not on the tour like you know like the to get to the the ones that can qualify the ones that have the exemptions correct yes oh okay yeah oh yeah because the other guys you need like certain points and stuff right 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 right. yeah i mean i think as a golfer like if you get to that status like obviously tiger and those guys like just playing in the majors would be ideal right yeah right I mean, and they, they let the they let the European guys. I think to kind of answer what you were saying to the, like they let the European tour guys play over there, right? In that uh, European tour, and they don't have to play in all the major the, the you know the different tournaments each weekend here. But you know, I think golfing's such a grind, and they they put so much of their own you know money and resources and coaches and things like that. So you know, you get a guy like Dustin Johnson that is gonna you know his career earnings are what a hundred million dollars, but now he's getting another guaranteed 120 million to go over there. And it's like, why, you know, like what more does he have to prove? So that's, I think a lot of the, the, those guys, their attitudes. And it's like, Hey, if you're not going to pay me just for showing up and, you know, coming to this event, you know, I might not even make the cut and be able to pay my, my, you know, PJ, uh, all my, all my fees for the weekend. Like what, what do I, what am I doing here? Show me the money. Yeah. I I think it's, I mean, it's tough. Like you think about it as a hockey player, and like you would never like. You remember, remember, like, like uh, one of my first couple years, months, like guys were like, especially like older guys, probably towards the end of your career, guys were kind of getting poached to go to the KHL and stuff like that. Even during lockouts and stuff like that, and it was just never like something I was like, I ever wanted to play in another league, but the NHL. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it has like the if the PGA has that same nostalgia or whatever yeah there's a few things that can go into like dj's uh decision the pga came down on him hard on some off course uh sanctions you know he was he was having too much fun is really what it looked looked like but anyway i what would be the number i I mean like so you answered it already ky but what would be the number that you it would take for you to put saudi league by for me to go to the saudi hockey league god Pay me a hundred bucks a, a day. Like, yeah, see you later. <laughs> Give me a three meals, a cot. Yeah, a couple free sticks, like wireless internet. I mean, well, you know, similar to like what you were saying at the beginning of your career, like it was different. Now, now the access and being able to, you know, Skype and cell phones and talk, like the communication piece back home, you can still get in touch with. And I, I mean, I think those guys are going to be back and forth a lot. They're probably like whatever they just did that they have screw you money anyways well now they do yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly 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 uh we touched on hazy a little bit obviously him being nominated for the masterson trophy can you just talk about living with him this year and everything that uh you know he went through the adversity obviously with jimmy and then battling injuries and uh, to give us a, a couple you know snidbits on kevin hayes and uh, it was unfortunate that you know 
felt that he didn't win the award, but you know, we were, we were really pulling for him, but we thought he really uh, was deserving of it. Yeah, definitely. I think he was um, more than deserving of it. He, he's, you know, obviously everyone knows what, what happened with his family this summer and, and um, you know, Jimmy's passing and, and what it took for him to just be strong for his family and go out and play. And, and then, I mean, I saw, I saw him every day, obviously living with him in his surgeries and then, you know, the botched surgeries and then kind of infections and everything. Like I saw, I saw the grind that he had to go through every day and obviously not being a hundred percent, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to say mentally, but you know, obviously it's kind of a thing where, you know, hockey was probably in the back of his mind for a little bit over the summer and stuff like that. And, um, you know, to see the way he played come come back when he came back at the end of the year, like he, in the beginning of the year when he came back, I remember we played a game in Dallas, and the poor kid, he like he legit couldn't. He's not a great skater, anyways. Let's call a spade a spade. But uh, <laughs> he, he legit he was one leg out there and trying so hard just to, you know, be on the ice for the guys and to you know, give us a little bit of an edge to win, just having him out there. I think he had like an assist and uh, I remember he had an assist in the power play that game. He might've scored too, but yeah, I think he did. It, it, it was to see him and, and see how much pain he was in any time he got hit or took a, a wrong stride. It was, yeah, obviously he's, he's one of my best friends and a, a guy that I, you know, even though he's younger than me and everything, I look up to him and, and to see what he went through to get back to want to play and want to be out there with the guys. Um, it, it, it really showed me a lot of how he is. Obviously I played with him in New York. He was younger in New York when I played with him and maybe a little bit immature off the ice kind of, but you know, to see the pro that he's become now and how much he cares about the league and his teammates. And um, you know, it, it was pretty awesome to see how, uh, you know, how, how much he's grown as a, obviously a hockey player and, um, you know, as a off the ice guy. But you look at, you know, what he's been through and, you know, so unfortunate and the mental and, you know, somewhat physical strength it takes to get through, you know, losing your best friend, you know, brother, and then obviously having some physical ailments, but he came back you know, very, very strong towards the end of the year. And he, he just must have been feeling so much better because he was healthy. And it's just he's at home on ice and he can just like shut his 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 head off for all the things that he's gone through for the last uh, year and change. But at the end of the day, he should have, in my opinion, won that um, you know award. But he's not in it to win awards. He wants to play hockey and win Stanley Cup. So. Um, yeah, but we, you know that that's yeah that's one of the one things. Yeah, that- and he you know he he showed up when it came to on the ice. I mean, I think he ended up with like thirty one points in forty eight games, and right. you know a lot of those games he was really injured and things like that. So definitely, you know, we were proud of him, and and you know it must have been cool. I, I know you guys had a little, you know, it must have been fun living together and being off the ice. Talk about the little dot league you guys got started. Yeah, so um, we had it was kind of one day we were just like we went to dinner and we were walking home and we had, you know, I don't know if it was a day in between or two, or maybe it was, there was the night before we were like, Oh, let's just go grab a beer in this little bar, like a tiny little bar, like I'm trying to think of how small, like tiny and 
probably like eight bar stools and that's it. And then the bar and it had actually, it had all like police symbols, all like the badges from all around and stuff like that. So I sit down and I was oh, like, Oh, I think I was at the Irish type place. Yeah. Brownies. Brownies. Well, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. So we, I said, uh, we were just sitting there having a, having a beer. And I said, this place would be the best place in the world if it had a, a dart board. None of us were playing darts at all. None of us. And all of a sudden the bartender just goes like this and hands us darts and he points down the hall. And like we, the way Oops. we talked, it was like, it was like a, a smoke cloud moved and we just see a dart board. And we end up, we end up going there pretty much every night for the rest of the year. And then we put in a dart board in Hazy's basement. Um, and we ended up just having a league and whoever wanted to play us would, it, it was mostly me uh, Kevin Connaught, me and Kevin Connaught were a team, and Kevin Hayes and Joel Faraby were a team. But then, whoever was around, if guys were in Philly out to dinner, um, they would swing by. They'd come by with their wives, play a game, get smoked, um, <laughs> lose. I, like I remember when I think it was we, Travis. We play cricket. Yeah, we play cricket. Yeah, but yeah. Travis and I came by. They were so four guys were going to a concert. It was like. Jason Aldean or some country, uh, they were going to a concert. They swing by to play in the league for a couple games. Sandheim lost like, I don't know, 2,500 bucks in probably 45 minutes. And he was like, <laughs> yeah, last time I ever come here. <laughs> so it was just like, and like if we played visited, visiting teams, teams would come over. Like if we went out to dinner with a couple guys on the other team, they'd come back, would play them in darts. So it was pretty fun. And it, it got um, me – me, Joel, Kevin, and Kevin. It was uh, it, it, it was a season long series at me and Connaughton kind of mopped them up in the beginning of the year. We were probably up like I don't know, 10 grand on them, and then we ended up being down probably another like eight grand. So it was there was a lot of swings. We play on the we'd bring our darts on the road. We had like these, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'd have cases, and then you'd you'd attach it to your belt, like it was. Like, <laughs> I can go and grab them way real quick. Hold on. Yeah, go. Let me see these hey, things. We gotta see the 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 show. Unbelievable! It's like bringing your own pool pool cue to your yeah, exactly. Uh, bring your own bowling ball. Yeah, right. Oh, that's unbelievable! Well, I love the visiting guys coming in and. Uh, Oh, no, can, can, oh, here you go. All right, so, so is there an attachment to the the belt? No, mine's not. Mine's not here. No, so you got these. You, you got lift it up a little bit. There you go. Yeah. Oh. Dot. Bitch. What's it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's unbelievable. So, yeah, so how, is your game like tight? It's legit. Well, I haven't played. I haven't played in a couple a uh, couple weeks. Actually, I threw the other day. We were at, we were at lunch. I was with the fam. I threw like like, like uh, <laughs> that's like a is that the saying? Yeah, yeah. I got some reps in. Um, but uh, yeah, we You're went at lunch with the family. Yeah, we were at lunch, and Mila was like, "Oh, uh, there's a Dad, dart. Board did you bring your dots? Yeah, of course. I bring them everywhere. So, but like we get like certain weight. You can get certain weights. Like we we end up like getting fitted for. It was it was. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. It's like golf clubs. You get fitted. Exactly. exactly. Hey, so are you, you a righty or lefty? Hey, just visualize this. All right, let's just rewind a little bit. If Mott showed up as the visiting team, you and Kevin are living together. Mott's so is playing. Good. 
still be Vermont's is playing. You guys have a game. You're like, hey, let's grab a quick bite to eat. Quick bite to eat. Hey, Mott's come back. We'll play a quick round of like dots. How, like, what's the over under a time he leaves that house that night? He'd, he'd probably end up, would have to take him to morning skate the next day. The weird suit. part is because you'd be losing because I'm Dees in darts. Yeah, yeah. You're Dees for like an oh, Avon for, for, kid. For Avon yeah. Randolph, uh, yeah. you know, the Linwood, Shuffleboard, all, all the bar games. Don't, don't count me out. I was going to say, dude, he's a grinder. Yeah, but it's different. Like we got to yep. a point where we were, we were pretty cl- solid. You were clicking it. Yeah, we were. Uh, well, when you it, come back, we're gonna have to like set up a night out at the uh, the flight club in uh, in yeah, down the seaport. The place is yeah. sick. I went yeah, a couple times. On, board, dude, I don't know the difference between a good board and a bad board. It seemed pretty good to me. I'm gonna, I'm putting one in my uh, in my game room. I'm gonna put a nice one. But um, all right, they, we'll come down. We'll come to Florida. That's fine. Fine. Yeah, um, I guess. What we saying? Yeah, we would, we brought him on the road. We'd go play and like go to like a random bar after dinner and just like play. We had a board we would bring on the road to the room. Tripod, um, like the tripod, like that you'd set up like a a movie screen like or something. Easel. Like it was, like easel. Yeah. it was the, it was the tripod like that, but then it came up and just had a board on it. and We would play. That's unbelievable. We set so, we, I a TV in Hazy's basement. He didn't have like a TV down there, so we set one up. Had like a guy come in, surround sound, everything, and we would just put on dark games, like old dark games, and listen to it. And they'd be like one hundred and eighty. It's fun. <laughs> that's that's yeah. awesome. So I was in Southie. Uh, Biddy Early's was like a similar bar to what you were saying about brownies. And then they redid it, but um, I would come out of the bullpen for the dot league, and you know. Oh, you, you played know, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about this before. Yeah, so I, I, I I'm, I'm excited to play you, Ky. I mean, I'm guessing cannot and carried you. So we'll, uh, we'll see how your game is yeah, individual. He was really good. He did carry <laughs> me. Mots, who was your teammate in that? Jeff Farkas. Is Farkas a player? So you would yeah. dump me for him. No, no. What I'm saying is, like, he called me in out of the bullpen. He was in the dot league. He lived right above there, and I'd come over from Southie when he, his partner couldn't show up. So yeah. So th- there's this there's this big league in um in in Philly that we the guy like the guys that we met at the uh, dart store. Uh, they always would tell us to come and play, but like we just couldn't. We, we couldn't show up there. So That's we just started. Our- <laughs> I love that's it. awesome uh i want to talk quick about the shift group is your company looking to hire driven competitive former athletes are you a former college or pro athlete in any sport and trying to figure out what's next consider a meaningful career in technology sales and let the shift group guide you every step of the way the shift group is turning athletes into sales professionals reach out to them at shiftgroup.io or email them directly at jr at shiftgroup.io KY, J.R. Butler, stepping up, hanging out, sponsoring the show. Good stuff. Yeah, you know, again, we talk about this all the time, but you're, you know, acquiring innate skills that can be applied to, um, 
life after sport, whether it be hockey, we talk about hockey a lot, but those innate abilities can make you a great sales professional, and these guys can help you out. Did Keith just dip out because I started reading? Yeah, I think he did. But yeah, unbelievable. He's there back. He, he had to get hydrated. Keith, did you hear me talking about J.R. Butler and his, his uh, company, The Shift Group? No. Yeah, that's J.R.'s company. He's, you know, uh, technology sales. He's training athletes and training them basically in, in, in you know, what's going to be next in their next career. They're looking to, to hire sales professionals and things like that. So he really works with these guys and trains them and, and gets them, sets them up with job interviews and stuff like that. Obviously, J.R. was a character no, former teammate of yours yeah smart kid too like hard working yeah that'd be a good little uh thing for guys to get set up with a jr he, he's as loyal as a dog too jr so that's a that's a good thing yeah it's awesome i know patrick eaves um is you know working with him and he's you know in technology sales now and you know guy played a long time but he's you know started at the bottom of the barrel and and he's working his way up in technology sales and really is into it and loves it and, and credits JR and the shift group for a lot of the work that, that he's done with it. So good stuff. What do you guys think about the, um, you know, Colorado moving on? I, I got to talk about this kid, Kale McCarr. Uh, he's, he's unbelievable right now. It's insane. He reminds, yeah. He reminds me of a, a Keith Yandel legitimately the way he can no. skate. No, no, legit. Like the way he can skate. Keith Yandel playing like the Thursday night summer league. There you go. But <laughs> yeah, against the, 10 year olds. <laughs> right? It, it's unbelievable. I saw one highlight. Yeah, you know, I, I wasn't watching the game and then I saw the highlight. He goes backwards, picks up a rim he while he's going backwards, and then gets interior on the ice and just beats the four checker. I'm like, it's that damn. just doesn't happen. Yeah. You know? I, I, I really think, and this is like no disrespect to anyone that's played before him. I think he's going to be the best defenseman ever play. I really yeah. think that. That's yeah, a, I mean, that, that, when, that's when Wayne Gretzky's statement. calling you the best player on the ice, and, it, it, like, I think what was, like, a turning point in that Edmonton series, too, was early, like, game one or two, but McDavid and his speed is obviously, like, lights out, but the way McCarr skated, like, was skating backwards, playing him in a one-on-one and just like broke him up, like bing, bang. Like next thing you know, the puck's going back up the ice and it's like, wow, like somebody can actually match his speed going backwards. And that's just how good he is. It, 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 it It's scary. And it's, I mean, it's really fun to watch. I think those guys, uh, I mean, Colorado's rolling right now. It's good to see at this you know point in time we're recording uh, Tampa and the range is a 2-2. Are you surprised by that at all? Uh, with that series being tied, um, if you told me before the playoffs started that it was going to be Tampa and New York and they'd be tied 2-2, I would have said, yes, I'd be surprised. But watching the Rangers and how they've played, I, I'm not surprised. But going back to Makar real quick, um, I was thinking this during the game the other day watching. Who would you rather start your team, like an organization around him or McDavid? Tough question. Real tough. I think from the back end, David. I think. Yeah. Uh, So I I would just say from the back end, I would want a guy. So I I would start it from Makar, even though McDavid is like lights out. I know that that just biased. You know, maybe defenseman, but you build from the goal out, 
and he defends like you're saying by and he can transition and he can create so he's like a complete package yeah and he's David a is yeah he's working his way into being a 200 foot player and but he's electric and so fun to watch but i would say Makar at yeah. this point yeah would, i mean i love the kid and i i wouldn't i mean having that duo with mckinnon too like the the pace that he can handle the puck and cut and move and make plays like at that rate of speed is just, it's insane. Like those guys, like, you know, Makar's so good. He, he, you know, pokes the puck off a guy's stick and then fires it up the ice to a McKinnon who's going 90 miles an hour, stick handling, like spinning off of guys, making plays. It's, it, it really is. It's fun to watch. And then he hits him late and it's, it's, it's insane. What he did, like, I don't know. He's so good. But, yeah, uh, to the Rangers thing, um, yeah, I, like I said, I would have been a little surprised if you said that before the playoffs started. But I actually – I love the Rangers. And, like, how do you count How do you count out Chris Drury and a team that he put together? Like, the guy's a winner. Um, yeah. I love – like, I love Frankie Petrano. I think he's been an unbelievable asset for them, uh, bringing him in. I, I don't think they gave up anything for him, right? Not much. Rounder. Not that even matter. If you gave up a first rounder for him, what he's done for you this playoffs is it's it's well worth it. Um, cop, cop, yeah, uh, yeah. Those guys. I mean, so I, I talked to Mike Gray today, and he, uh, you know, just chatting about certain things. You know, former guest on the ranks, ranks, right? Yeah, coach, yeah, one coach. of the one of the better dudes out there. But I was just saying, I was complimenting him and and you know drew like you know chris drury for the moves that they made they didn't just make moves to make moves they made their, their team better mm-hmm. and to your point vetrano was one of the first trades of the trade kind of like spot and it was like yeah you know no, no one's like flunking an eye he didn't get much attention but he can play up and down the lineup he's an athlete he can skate he can shoot cop was another one another athlete you know it makes the the lineup deeper and they're they're gritty so um so talking to him for a bit was was cool because he's like yeah you know what you know i think they were just tired last game and you know get back home and and win this one and see where it goes but he's like one of the best him and chris are doing a great job it'd be nice to see like a stanley cup tattoo over the city of spring springfield um outline that vetrano has too you know what i mean (laughs) tattooed on his leg him holding up the cup over the skyline <laughs> of Springfield would be pretty legit. Hundred uh, percent, get that. I promise you, any amount of money. <laughs> well, you you got to convince them. No, you don't well, even have. To. You don't even have yeah. to. That's unbelievable. What, what about like Patty Maroon though? Like going potentially for four straight Stanley Cups, which is pretty insane. Insane, yeah. Good for him. Right. That's, yeah. How do you? I mean, so it is in. I mean, three with one organization and one with another. Has there anyone anyone ever done that with different organizations? People, I don't know I about know, different. I know guys on like the what Islanders is in the Canadians back in the day. Obviously, those guys. But I wonder if anyone's done it with two different teams. I don't know. I, I watch the game sometimes, and you know, I'm sure he's a great teammate and everything. But I would want to play against him. I'd be like, you, you you're on rollerblades. I want you on the ice with me. 
<laughs> so like he's in the he's he, a truck, he, though, isn't he? No, no, he's a, he's effective in 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 certain spaces. But for me, I would be like, I want to play against you. you yeah. know, like don't I don't want you in the box, kid. You know he's I mean? no, but he's like when he gets the puck down low and like around the net, he's he, a beast. Yeah. He's good and like you can't move him. Um, right. He's actually like he doesn't. I wouldn't say he skates great, but like he, he's a guy. He's you know how like the older you get, the more like savvy you get. Like when he's in on the forecheck, like he's obviously not coming a hundred miles an hour, but he's kind of there like enough to be in your way. And like he's, I mean he's he's been doing it and doing a pretty good job of it, helping his team wins the last uh, the last little while. For sure, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I I think the one pick that I picked in my bracket i had the ranges going to the stanley cup final which every other pick i'm like dead dead wrong on so hey at least i knew something yeah did the- you really have them going to the yeah i think it was just like terrible what's that or did the kids do one too i remember seeing it, it was a while it was right when the playoffs started right oh, right mine was awful i think the yeah. first round i was like four for eight which i mean how do you not get at least like five or six yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, terrible. I, I got bonds to bunch. Yeah, I think my with, Stanley Cup uh, winner was Florida. Yeah, the kids. I think they uh, they struggled a bit. Actually, I think Joanna's probably in the lead. HR. She was. She had the uh, the Rangers and the Avalanche in the Cup final. So uh, I don't know. Maybe because of the resources. favorite logos or something. Yeah, human resources just stepping up. She knows. She, she's looking at uh, mascots. Who's the best mascot? But yeah, when we did go down to, um, you do know, we even know what the Avalanche's um, no, mascot is? It's it's got to be like Brad. Do you know? know? No, no, I have no idea. What's his name? Are you guys serious? <laughs> What's his name? You guys do not know what what animal is it? It's got to be like a. Um, it's gonna be like a polar bear or something. Well, yeah, yeah, some type of bear, like up in the in the. Oh, oh, okay. Why is upset? <laughs> what is uh, it? it? A mountain How goat. How do we know that? A mountain goat. A mountain goat. <laughs> it's a uh, Seltrop ten two. It's a uh, one of those dogs with the thing underneath the Bernese mountain dog. Ah, oh, Bernie. Ah, oh, yeah. Hmm. Bernie. I think his name might be Bernie actually. Oh, that's sick. Bernie Sanders? <laughs> I would you, love you to scratch. worked on this uh, podcast would pull it up. Uh, I would say yeah, yeah, Mo just said uh, it's a St. Bernard. A St. Bernard. His name's uh, Bernie, maybe? Is it Bernie? I know I it's, a, know. it's one of those dogs. You know the dogs that they have. Bernie. Bernie. Yeah. yeah. St. Bernard, Bernie. That makes sense. Is St. Bernard love- like the big one that was in that... Uh, have like the the little keg underneath when they walk. <laughs> the little keg, yeah, yeah. To bring like uh, they get a potty like ball a, underneath. It looks like a wine, like a small wine. Yeah, like a box of wine. Wine barrel, and they would. Yeah. I think they would deliver news up to like the mountains. Oh, really? That, I mean, so I they got the Beethoven this... dog. That no, movie. Scratch. That's a, a great movie back in the day when we were kids. Beethoven. We'll scratch Bernie under the uh, chin, you know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe there is a little wine. Well, we did have some dog little. name conversation not too long ago. Yeah. So what do you got there, KY? You got a couple. Uh, what are your names? 
Uh, my dog's name's Kush. Mm-hmm. For Cushing. There you go. Uh, and then uh, Nico is the other one. He's a uh, he's he's adopted from um, our wife's sister's uncle uh, passed away, and we took him in. So just I, a, I thought, just I a rescue like a... dog father. I thought, I thought he was, was after Nico Dimitrakos. Uh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> his yeah. favorite player at Matinon. Unbelievable skill set on that game. I was a big Nico fan. Who was yeah. it? Yeah, mitts. Cool. Absolute Great. mitts. Crazy mitts. So, uh, yeah, so we went through it, and uh, we really do love, uh, you know, person names. Yeah, Steve, no, I, I listen. Steve. Oh, you did, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not a big, I'm not a big, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Brian, you said you've never named a dog, which is insane. Like, you get a dog. That's why you get one is to name it, no? We've never named, okay, what were our dog's names growing up? No, no, I, I know it's true. I know it's true. Yeah, we never named it. Uh, we had Sam. But that's like you saying you just adopted Nico, D- Nico Dimitrakos and you didn't name him. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're right. But I would have changed his name. If, actually, I just changed his last name. Oh, it's just his last name. He's official. Now he's in the will. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh, we, we got to talk about, because we were just talking about the, the NHL, and we, we glanced over this, but... Um, TNT and Biz, your former teammate, and the haircut that Witt gave him on national TV, and the fact that he's still that he that he rocked it, and oh, I mean, how how good was that? Yeah, I mean, he's obviously a man of his word. Well, I it's actually, not though. He's gone like last year. He made about ten bets and didn't cash in on any of them. Yeah, but, but, the one, but yeah, yeah, some a, of them were some of them were aggressive. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Um, I actually would have loved to seen Wit with. I actually want to make a bet that I have ninety percent chance of losing to get an earring, like <laughs> just like, to be that that dad. See what it, see what it's like to have one and kind of. I don't know. And then you can blame it on you lost a bet if you if you really look like a jerk. Did you listen to our interview with Bells? Yes. When his when he got the fake earring and his father like lost it. Remember, I did that. You probably don't remember that. I did remember the yeah the magnetic ones that they had. Right. Yeah, I did that too back in the day too. But I I think mom saw it and she was like, "Don't even show your dad; it'll kill you." Is that when you were thrashing on the skateboard? Yeah, I was thrashing then. (laughs) Hey, speaking of thrashing, have you guys seen the names of the teams? Of the Saudi League, the um, what they name the teams? No, no. You should have Jersey pull it up, and you should read them off right now. They're some of the worst named teams in the history of sport. It, it's it looks like a pack of like uh, like people that maybe like a group of people that have never watched fantasy football, and they pick team names. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jersey, yeah. we we need them here. Let's go. Let's go. While yeah. you're pulling them up, what Mach, you got something else? Yeah, no. So as far as like the airing thing goes, um I don't I don't think Buddy would be too appreciative of that either way. You know, even if it looks sharp, even at this age. So he just, you know, the same thing with my dad. He goes, if you come home with an airing in your ear, I'm gonna rip it out and punch you in the nose. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I I have to either take a punch. 
for an airing, but like then the airing's like ripped out. So, but like th- there's not a chance I was getting an airing. No. Yeah. Dad always said uh, if you come home with an earring or a uh, rat tail, that's when you were going to get the hands. Well, I, I I got a rat tail, but I had such you curly did? hair. No, I had such curly hair. It just looked like a little, like a, like my dog's tail. It was like just bunched up, like a bunny tail. Brian gets the rat tail going, but it's just like the way his hair grows, it kind of like V's down. And remember, if you always got a little long, Dad would pull on it. <laughs> oh, so yeah, yeah the widow—it was, was like not the widow's. Yeah, it was like a reverse widow's peak. Yeah, yeah it was exactly. like the ducktail. Yeah. Turn around, turn around. I bet he has it right now, unless he got lined up. Did uh, you get it cleaned up? I don't know. Let's let me turn, let me spin. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Oh no, no, oh, no he got cleaned up, kid. Yeah, Shout I had to. Oh shit, Sanchez! <laughs> Shout out, Mackie Sanchez. I, I I got the team names here. All right. Four Aces, Niblicks, Majestics, Iron Heads, Stinger, Cleeks, Crushers, High Flyers, HY Flyers, that's that is the Harry Yandel Flyers, Fireballs, Smash, Torque, and Punch. <laughs> like what? <laughs> so you're right, KY. That's those are weak. Some of the worst you'll ever hear. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's a great definition of them, like a bad fantasy football league team name yeah but like people that know nothing about football and they're like hey you have it's like an office like everyone an office pool. Is yeah, it's an office pool. Like, hey you gotta put a team name and you're like oh, i asked my three-year-old he said name it punch yeah <laughs> it's wild well like the the crushers like it's awful is, is one of them smash is kind of a good one like maybe the big fan yeah, of Smash. Uh, the one is Majestics, but it's spelled S T I C K S, right? Yeah. Like sticks, golf right. sticks, chap sticks. <laughs> I would. That would be it. my team name. But well, yeah. what's cleeks? I don't even know what a cleek uh, is. I don't even know. Remember Gleekin? I, I remember Gleekin, like when you kind of like can like half spit at someone. Yeah. But I don't is know that what that is? is. Yeah. But that P- the Peter Mansbiz haircut was unbelievable. To get back yeah. to that, oh yeah, you kind of <laughs> had that for a little while after the. Um, when I know, shaved. I really did. <laughs> it's coming back though. Yeah, it's coming back. Thank God, it was touch and go for a while there. Remember, I said it to you the day I was on the phone with you, and you said you were going to shave, and I was like, "Be careful, it might never come back." I know. I really should have listened. You got to water it. I know I, I have to take like ten showers a day. Mots gave me some seed for his lawn. Yeah, I, threw I that up there. Half rye, you know, half bluegrass. I was it's golfing the other day. Power at least. Yeah, I was golfing the other day, and you know how they have the the divot replacement stuff that grows the grass. I was taking some out of that and just rubbing <laughs> it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Got the seed yeah. in it and everything. I'm like, and never yeah. mind about the huge the divot I took. I'm just like. <laughs> Watch in the pond. Oh, Did you play? So good. Just doing this. Uh, actually, Mots, I want to talk about your golf weekend. How about the, so? I I just played up at uh, Fernie. I actually have the uh, the Berry tournament this weekend with Bobby Noonan, our brother-in-law. Shout out, Bobby. Uh, so two-day member guest up there at at Fernie, which would be a, 
a ton of fun Friday, Saturday. So looking forward to that. But Mott's had a weekend for himself. Mott, tell everybody about the uh, little tracks you played here in Massachusetts. Yeah, so south of Boston, there's three courses that uh, are, are pretty solid. And so it's been going 10 years. Uh, you know, Let me guess, eight. the three best ones? Yeah. Yeah, ahead. let's see if you can guess them. Old Sandwich. Hyannis Port. No, no, so sure, just like before the bridge. Before, oh, before. bridge. Oh. Yeah. What's the one um the one in Plymouth there that Jackson member at? In Plymouth? Jack Corbett, where's he a member? No, he he's down at uh he's across the bridge. Uh it's across the bridge. It's um gone. so South Shore. But where's that epic picture? Boston golf. Yeah. We, yeah. The right. The that uh, epic right day. That epic day we had. I'm trying to think what else. I think think close to Boston golf. Black Rock. Yeah. So we went black. So but Black Rock, <laughs> seven in the morning, and then Boston right after. Then go down, stay in the cabin, have a nice dinner. And then play old sandwich in the morning. So it's called the Tri Cup. There's eight eight buddies. We've done it for ten years. There's a little mini uh, Stanley Cup. It's called the Tri Cup, and um, you know, and a nasty jacket. But um, yeah, it's just awesome. You know, it's like competitive golf with some really really good friends. And um, you know, my buddy Kevin Caulfield is my partner, and. He's a big beer, and he's been, you know, doing some squats, and he's been carrying me for a long time. So, um, you know, I, I tried to show up here and there. Uh, he goes, Moss, all I need is three holes out of you. <laughs> <laughs> What's like the format that you guys play? Uh, so just, you carried, hey, you carried him on the ice for years, Moss. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. So here we go. It's, it's, a, it's a point system one, one, uh, one for front, back, overall. So three points available, um, you know, and again, you play those three courses and it's just a lot of uh, shit talking and headlocking. Head What's that? Is there strokes or are you just playing against two guys and then whoever? No, no, strokes. Yeah. So Casey had to give uh, our competitors eight strokes and he wasn't happy. Gets in his head. Didn't play well in the morning at Black Rock, his home course. And then he went two over at Boston. So we lost three points, won three points, and then we became first losers. We lost on seventeen at OS. So, but who'd you lose to? Uh, Willie Leishman and John Harold, Pat Harold's brother. Yeah, uh, yeah. So those guys work together. It, it's just a, a great time. But anyway, that was my Friday, Saturday. Got home, um, you know, kind of hung out, and then some yard work on. Sunday with uh, the Wizzy, you know, planting some bushes and kind of together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she wears gloves. I don't, you know, naturally. Yeah, yeah you're but, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it was uh, a great weekend. You know, as far as golf, you play these great golf courses, and then yeah, you know, can come back. It's just kind of a, a quick hit, like one day, and then uh, you're back. But um. Yeah, it was fun, but I, it, it's things to lose. It doesn't matter. I don't care yeah. if I'm, you know, what, you know, playing flip cup with my kids with the apple juice. I want to win. 
hundred percent. Yeah. If you don't have that in you, then you might as well not even play. No, don't play. Right. Well, are you, uh, are you heading up to Canopy Lake Park at all this summer? If you are, stop along the way and visit our guys at TSR Hockey. The TSR team and corporate sales department can outfit your team with the top brands in sports apparel. Ensure that your team looks the best next season by visiting TSRHockey.com. You can also reach them at their team store, 603-912-5970. Ask for Mike or Dave, and they'll take care of you. Canopy Lake's pretty legit. Along yeah, with TSR, I, I don't think I've ever been to Canopy. Yeah, there's a nice. We had your daughter's there. birthday party there like two years ago. Where? Canopy Lake. Yeah, oh, right in I New know. Hampshire, like the front. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. What's that's the all you have to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the mountains of fun. Minutes away. That's a. Uh, that's what shoots a mountain, I think. Yeah, that's skiing. Watch you, watch you, watch you sit. Yeah, what was uh, <laughs> what was Canopy Lake slogan? I don't know. We gotta get that. We gotta get that. Yeah, you're right. We did go there. No, we a hundred percent had your daughter's birthday party there, like two yeah, summers I thought, ago. I thought that was called something else. What's it called? Canopy. Yeah, Canopy Lake. Where, where is it? <laughs> just Salem, New Hampshire. Just over the border, like TSR Hockey, where you can go and get your skates all buzzed up and you know, oh, yeah. new, new stick. You can get some training tools. You can get whatever you want up there. Is that a picture of us there? Me, you, and Dad at Canopy. And you've <laughs> never been there. We got photo evidence. <laughs> I didn't Pop think that right was- you yeah, love right. it too. You love those white trash establishments. Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> Speaking of white trash, Moss, do you have a dog? Yeah, you have dogs, right? Yeah, I have, well, I have one dog. What's your uh, what's your stance on if someone, you know, if your trash barrels are out, if someone throws their dog's poop in your trash, white trash I, or just no? That's no, a think, huge I, I foul. No, I it think is. it's legit. It's fine. It's a huge foul. Dude, I was walking by my friend's house today, and his trash was out, and I didn't do it to him. No, I, I would do it. I mean, it, because it's the trash. If and it's he has a dog. Up, you don't have a dog. It's oh yeah, that, yeah. But that, when you, it's in like that poop bag. It's not in a real bag. No, the poop bag's fine. Like the, the trash guy is gonna throw it into the back of the truck. You know, like it's not like. Yeah, I think it's fine. The I trash guys like, don't do what they used to. They, they have machines to pick them up. I know, they to just... throw it. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, my, my guy was giving me a hard time because I was throwing, you know, some uh, yard waste out there. And he's like, he goes, he's like, you got to, I got to write this up. You know, like, you know, it's an extra couple bucks. I'm like, just charge me, dude. Don't worry. But don't give me the, just don't give me this. Um, you know, so, yeah. hey, so KY, I don't mind it's yeah. someone dumping something in my uh, trash, you know, whatever. And I'm you're part of a community. I don't want to walk with my my uh, dog's poop bag. So if there was someone, I would pop it in. So I don't yeah. think it's white trash. Like I, I, I was, and then one time I was talking to a friend, and I was just sitting there talking. It was a hundred degrees, obviously here, and I have the poop in my hand, and she's like, yeah. "You want me to throw that in the trash?" And I was like, "Yeah, please." Yeah, so that was yeah. Nice that's person. a nice friend. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
but she has a dog too, I think. So yeah. I mean, I, I really, really care for dogs, you know. So Same. yeah. Mots, what what's your thoughts on uh, the bees getting rid of Cassidy? I think it was a bad move. I think uh the management uh is protecting themselves, you know, just trying to like secure their own jobs. Uh, I think Bruce Gas did a good job. I don't know how the relationship between player and Bruce was like consistent through the lineup, but I would say from a fan and, you know, someone who played, he's very honest and very direct. You know where you stand. You know, he gave the media a little bit more than just it is what it is. And, you know, you're a little bit more informed on how he felt. And he was just very transparent, in my opinion. And I disagree with that firing. That's my stance. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems to be popular. Keith, what are your thoughts on it? No, I got no thoughts on it. But Bruce would be a nice dog name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good dog name. Names? I know. What didn't someone say? Like Charlie Coyle or something like that? Yeah. But like Bruce would be a nice dog name to like just have. Hey, come in, Bruce. Nah, come on, Brucey, baby. Right, Get up kid. there, Brucey. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on, Bruce. Come on, Brucey. Yeah. And then come you can start calling Butchie. Yeah, yeah, well, that's if you like Ernest's man card, you know. Yeah. Did you um did you guys see this the the post on our Instagram? The like U12 baseball coach. So it's good to good to see that it's not just in hockey, but I'll read it quick. Usually you ask what you see over the re- weekend at the rinks. Yesterday at my son's 13U travel baseball game, the coach on the opposing team called some of his players douchebags and friggin' meatheads, to name a few for all to hear. And when one kid missed a catch, he said, why don't you put your glove in your back pocket the rest of the game? These were double-headed games, and needless to say, it was a long day of listening to this abuse. So it's not just hockey. I forget. I don't have the name of who posted that to us, but uh, crazy, right? Yeah, it's a little much, I'd say. The so my kids had lacrosse last night, and you know how kids are in line, like just chatting away. Especially girls too; they were talking. And usually the practice is just they do their drills and then leave and whatever. This uh, they were doing a drill. It was like two defenders come out; they have to come out and play a three on two. And one of the girls didn't come out, and the coach was like, "Go, go for a run!" And I loved it. Didn't like yell at them or anything. She was like, first three girls in line, go. They were like, and they just had to go for a run. It was awesome. I was crying. Cause I, I do like the old school stuff a little bit, but I mean calling someone a yeah, DB a DB a little uh is a little much. But I do if kids are if kids are messing around, you should get your point across somehow. And um obviously name calling probably isn't it, but uh I think doing something to kind of to tell them, like, yeah, you know, if the kid does miss a little pop fly, if I was coaching, I wouldn't be happy, especially if you're working on it all week. You're taking time out of your day, and, you know, the kid just is sitting there with his glove in his pocket. Um, just maybe take him out of the game. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, you know, like the age, but, like, I'm guessing it's little 13 you. So it's got to be like 12, 13-year-olds, right? Yeah, so it's still on the little uh, field unless they do the uh, Cal Ripken, the 50, 70. But it's like still, you can't like speak to kids like that now. Like back in the day, who knows, right? But I well, remember 
my my best friend uh, uh his dad was our coach growing up and like this kid just kept missing signs from first base and he was like he's like time out time out and he yells over at the kid and he goes michael you're stealing on this next pitch because <laughs> he he, he just missed out. so many signs yeah he, he got thrown out by 15 feet yeah, Tottenham wasn't like pay attention because he wasn't even looking at the sign. So he made a point, you know, without calling him a D bag. It's like, you know, that's very important. Yeah. You know, like he never missed a sign after that during the season. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I think that's the the thing we talk about all the time, too, is like as a parent, you want your coach to be like, you know, firm, disciplined, but also like be realistic and not name call and degrade kids. Right. But like everybody in the, and I can speak for myself as a, as a hockey coach, like, you know, I coach the kids hard and similar to what you said about your, your the girls lacrosse, pra- lacrosse practice. It's like, Hey, go for a run. Like you're not going to pay attention to the line. You're not going to be ready to go. Like you're going to get punished by it, but you can do it so much more effectively, you know, by making them like punishing them a little versus like name calling or telling them they suck or, you know, hey, whatever, you should put your glove in your back pocket or whatever the heck that, like, it's just complete nonsense. Yeah, I think there's a way to to, to go about it. Um, I, I know, obviously, parents will probably get upset, too, about if your kid's getting benched and stuff like that at that age, too, because you want to, you know, you want all the kids to play, but maybe a little benching instead of uh, name-calling. Uh, I don't think the name calling really helps anyone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris wrote in this week, we got a little, little question here, but I've noticed uh, my 12 U son seems like, uh, seems like two different players, sometimes all finesse and skill and sometimes a physical grinder. He always gets much better results as a physical grinding player. How do you get a young kid, especially at a level where checking isn't allowed to play it as physically as he possibly can without becoming dirty or causing penalties? What are you guys' thoughts on that? How old is he? Twelve. <laughs> um, <laughs> shaping him in to be a Danny Pae? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> uh, Maybe I heard it wrong. Did he? He wants him to. Yeah, he wants to to. Uh... How do I get a young kid, especially at a level where checking isn't allowed to play as physically as he possibly can without becoming a dirty or causing dirty or, you know, causing penalties. Uh, He said he plays much better when he plays that physical grinder type game. This guy definitely played at like Brockton high and just wants to see some. All he wants to just see his kid run someone through the glass. Like when they start hitting up, what, what age do they start hitting now? Uh, Not till like 13. 13, 14. Yeah, 13. 13, yeah. No, so I, I would say, you know, if he has both skill sets, you know, just let him keep playing. He can combine them. They, he can combine them at some point, but it's not all or nothing. Either all finesse or all pound and ground. Like it's like you you can't like you know encourage one or the other. Just be like, hey, you know what? I, you're a better player. I think you just keep encouraging because if he has both, it's pretty cool. Because sometimes kids don't. 
Um, and, you know, he's just saying that he's better when he's a little grinder, more grinding. So maybe just be like, you know, just keep encouraging that side of it and then win the small areas when they come, you know, come into play where the skill and the finesse comes into play, like below the circles, you know, you can toe drag someone or whatever it is. I don't know where where he's like the skill and finesse come into play. But, um, you know, I, I would just say just keep kind of blending them. Just that would be my message as a, a parent to uh, to this question. Or as a coach, too. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. you want to, exactly. you, you got to, as a, you know, you want all your kids, and we just talked about it, like you, you want them to play hard and be, you know, be tough and be physical and play kind of a, a hard nosed game. But there's got to be a little bit of a balance. And, you know, you've got to, you know, it's, it's harder to, we've talked about it before, like, take that kind of fire and that aggression. Um, I'd rather have to like tone them down a notch than, you know, a kid that doesn't want to play a physical type of game at all anyway. So it's like, you, you, you know, the kid's fine just staying along the path and make sure he's not, you know, out of control, getting penalties and things like that. But, you know, play hard, play tough, but also work on your skill level. He's 12 years old. He's a young kid, 13, whatever it is. So checking will be here soon enough where you can kind of play the body and get a, little bit more physically engaged but it's not a uh you know keep working on on both those skill sets like you said keith do you want to uh do you want to talk about at all the uh the, the streak that you went on and and you know iron man streak obviously breaking the record Mots and i were able to be there it was you know i know as a as a brother it was a, a very proud moment for our family but uh you know just talk about that a little bit and and you know how how cool it was and uh you know the the reaching out from fellow teammates and players and, and guys you played with, how cool was that and that accomplishment? Yeah, it was, um, you know, it was during kind of during whenever, when it was going on, it was kind of something I tried not to really pay too much attention to. And, um, you know, but I think when that day came, when I was able to, to break the record and to, I just think that that day was kind of like a, it was really the first time in my career I kind of really like looked back and was like, holy crap, like just like so lucky to, to everything that I've been able to to do and, um, you know, the people that I've met and just it, I think for me, it was just kind of like a real eye opening of you know, the help that I had along the way and how much guys meant to me, whether it was teammates or family, friends, um, just everyone who supported me. And um, it, it was, it was one of those games, like you never really want like the spotlight on you. You never really want like, you know, especially unless it has to do with the game and when you're playing, but like when, when things like that happen, then like even my teammates, like what, what they did for me that day and, guys on the other team and how much the Islanders, um, you know, helped out the family getting tickets and, and taking care of everything. And, um, you know, it, it was, for me, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was really special. It was, it was humbling to, to get to, for the support that I had, um, you know, like you said to the, the support that I had throughout the NHL and guys reaching out to me and, you know, tons and tons of texts from ex-teammates, uh, guys that I've never even played with, um, guys that I really don't even know too much, just the the support in the NHL and, um, you know, 
was very lucky to to be able to have that record and um yeah i think for me it was it was very humbling and um you know it was it, it was something i uh you know took a lot of pride in and i you know was happy that i was able to to do it and to break a record that kind of had been so long and you know but i also think that i mean i think andrew cogliano a guy that he he probably he should definitely probably have he got that one game suspension which was kind of yeah, if you kind of remember that so he yeah it's a little he, iffy of a call yeah and you know so you, you also think of that and a guy like that who has put his heart and soul into the game and you feel bad that he wasn't able to do it so it's kind of it, it had you know emotions of everything and you know it was definitely honored though for sure well it was great to uh be able to witness it firsthand being able to drive down with by and uh his boys and uh, meet up with a bunch of other friends who made the trip but I loved in the warm up you recognizing where your family was and a little how you doing. Everybody, how we doing? Yeah, so yeah. Was, one of yeah, the that was amazing. Always, you know, usually everyone if you do come to the games, like when Brian's kids would come to the games, you'd in Boston, you know, you they'd kind of always make their way down to the glass and you'd be able to see them. And but my my warm up was pretty regiment. I kind of did the same thing. I didn't really, I didn't, I mean, I goofed around a little bit, but I kind of had my routine and I did it and I, to get myself ready. So I didn't really spend like extra time looking around, looking for people. Obviously if I knew people were there, I'd, uh, you know, flip a pocket, whatever it was. But I, um, you know, that, that, that day was kind of one of those things too. When you look up and my parents, you know, Brian, Lauren, my wife, the kids, my all my nephews and nieces that came up and obviously friends like you and uh, just everyone that was there was kind of it was it was one of those things I, I didn't know anyone was coming. I, I, I mean, I had a hunch that I knew Kristen and the kids were coming and then I kind of maybe had a hunch that my parents would go. But it was it was really, really humbling to me that people would um, I think it was, I don't even want to say it was a weekend. I think it might've been like a Thursday or something like that. But I remember it was during the week. And I remember thinking like the fact that people came and drove to or flew, however people got there to, to New York in the middle of the winter when, you know, I know more, I mean, everyone has stuff going on. So it was, it was really humbling for me that way to, to see that support. And, you know, obviously you, you know, people watch game, you get texts and stuff like that, but to, for people to come and, and take the time out of their, their busy schedules, that really uh, meant the world to me. No. Yeah. It was definitely a, a proud moment for all of us. And like you always say, you, 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 you know, the one thing we can say throughout your career, you handled everything with such class and just very thankful and all your interviews and everything you said was, was, was very good. So it was a, you know, it's a great accomplishment and something that, you know, we're all very proud of, of, of you and the career that you had and that, that, you know, the, you know, just breaking a record in the NHL, like being in the history books is, it really is um, amazing. You know what I mean? Mott's like, did you ever play with guys that broke records or things like that? Were you ever a part of any teams that did something like that? Yeah, I was Must have been of, some uh, thousand game type stuff, right? Yeah, there's some thousand games, uh, which is such an accomplishment uh, in itself, but then, Playing in front of Mighty Berdua when he broke uh, multiple records, and you know he's cutting the net out. Like mm-hmm, it's yeah. pretty cool when you can just sit, stand around. He had terrible scissors, so it's like <laughs> taking a while, you know. And then other guys <laughs> start like 
it, so it's like you know come up with a better plan but like he needed to cut the net out just to kind of like show you know that that's his net like that was like it was pretty cool you know patty uh ellie ash breaking the um you know goal i mean the uh, point scoring record for the devils like you know like stuff like that was like really really cool but being a part of it as a fan with you uh ky and you know being a friend it, it was it I was just so happy to be an observer of like how happy your family was though too. And it was really, really, really cool to be, you know, a part of it in some capacity. So congrats on, on that. That was just one of the better uh, moments that I've had, you know, as being a a hockey player and a hockey fan. I appreciate it. I always think like anything that I've been a part of with that, it's always like, like I, I know going, well, now I know going through it, like when you're going through it, you're like, oh, my God, I don't want anyone like I don't want any attention. Like, you know, you got cameras following you, all that stuff. And it's like but when it's the other guys, like all the guys in the locker room, everyone is so happy for you. Right. And like, even when guys play their thousandth game, like you're like, oh, OK, I don't want to like I don't want the attention to be on me. I don't want like I remember when Giroux played in his thousandth game. And I, I literally I said to him after the end, I knew what they knew it was going to be his last game in Philly. I'm like bro, like you have earned this, like you, you need to soak this in. Like everyone in here is so happy for you. Like, cause he, or someone else, uh, no, I think it was him. They had like a camera crew that came in. He was like, Hey, I know. I'm sorry, guys. There's going to be a camera crew. And everyone's like, dude, this is like, you played a thousand games with one team. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, like unbelievable accomplishment. Like, but every guy is so happy for the other guy, which I learned that I, I learned that pretty young that you know the guys in the locker room kind of make it all you know even when you're you're a young kid and you know there's always that one or two kids that you know say johnny got a hat trick little jimmy would be upset that he didn't get a hat trick but then you see little brian over there who's pumped for the other kid who got a hat trick like i want that kid on my team like i want a couple of those kids and then a couple kids that are going to score the hat trick you you want to have like every guy to just be pulling on the same rope and be happy for each other. And, you know, no real guys that are out of for themselves. No, that's great. And it's a great lesson. Uh, okay. Why we, uh, we thank you for the time. This is uh this has been great having a nice guest appearance by you to, to hash some stuff out. Uh, what do you think? The, all right, Colorado, it's either going to be Tampa or, or the ranges. If we had to say a, a prediction, who's your prediction? Out of those three teams, who's winning the cup? I want. I think I'll be rooting for the Rangers. Um, be rooting for the Rangers. I wouldn't mind seeing Colorado win. Uh, I don't really know too many guys on that team, um, but uh, you know the Rangers got Frankie Vitrano, Justin Braun, guys that I played with. Uh, obviously, Drew and Greerzy and Turk behind the bench, guy that I played for. Um, so I think I, I think you know you know I'll, I'll go with the Rangers. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. We, uh, we appreciate you taking the time. March, you got anything? Yeah. Uh, give, uh, Kush and, uh, Nico, uh, newly Yandel a squeeze for me. I will. Hey, right, go Celtics. Celtics. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks. Celtic for pride. Hey, we should capture, uh, Steph Curry while he's in town. Mine Pull as the well. old Celtic proud pride on him. Grab a van. Yeah, absolutely I'll, I'll pull the fire along we'll get him that movie is actually <laughs> phenomenal i might watch that tonight going to bed movie's unbelievable <laughs> nice. all right thanks kino all right, all right brother all right, boys. all right bye see you
All right, big thanks to uh, KY for jumping on. I want to talk to you about Franklin Street Hockey, the official ball and street hockey partner of the National Hockey League. Check out at Franklin Hockey on Instagram for exciting hockey content, giveaways, and more. Yeah, there are good friends at Franklin. Check them out at Franklin Hockey on Instagram. And uh, check out their website, you know, franklinhockey.com. Yeah, speaking of street hockey mods, we got some big updates with the uh, Rink Shrink Street Hockey Festival. Uh, we got an official location, which is going to take place at the Kingston Collection, which is about 30 miles south of Boston, about 30 miles uh, north of Cape Cod. So if you're in, in town, obviously the event's going to take place August 6th and 7th. Uh, March, you know, I mean, that's your neck of the woods down there. You want to talk about what we got going on down there? Yeah, it's a great location. Um it's a right off the highway, King, right? Yeah, it's right off the highway. The Kingston, Kingston Collection is a mall that has a huge parking lot that we'll be able to set up our ranks with Hockey Fest. Um, there's bathrooms, there's restaurants, there's arcades already uh, available for all the kids that can you know want to go in. And we're going to have our own vendor alley and have our bouncy houses and whatnot. So it's going to be an unbelievable situation for, you know, a family fun weekend. Uh, there'll be some good competitive street hockey, and um, you know, hopefully, uh, you can join us. But this is one of the, the first uh, annual Ring Shrinks uh, Hockey uh, Street Hockey Festival. So please uh, take a look on our website, theringshrinks.com, and register your teams. It's uh, going to fill up fast, so make sure you get it, that early bird special. Yeah, make sure you check that out. Obviously, like you said, it's going to be a fun event. We got four rinks. Uh, there's going to be a DJ. Cullinane said he's going to stop by. He wants to play nice. the hits, the big DJ that he is. Uh, and we talked about it a little bit last week, but we're partnering up with Hockey Fest, uh, who they put on awesome tournaments throughout North America. You can check them out at hockeyfestgameon.com. Uh, you've seen them on the Chicklets Cup. You know, maybe not the kids. They, they, they shouldn't watch too much of that. But you can see the the professional type board set up and everything that they do. So they're going to be bringing their rinks down from Canada and it's going to be a first class event. Like Mott said with the you know fun time, a uh, lot of activities for the kids. We got sponsors coming in, different people are going to be setting up different tents and things like that. Fun events for the entire family to uh, come and hang out. It's going to be four, four on four tournament uh, co-ed. Uh, you can sign up with boys and girls on your team, whatever, you know, we want to see girls on, on the boys team, get everybody involved and, you know, kick some butt out there. So uh, ready to dominate whatever division um, you may be in. We're working with the hockey fest guys about updating the the, the rules. There's some things on their website and, and, and everything. So we're going to talk to them uh, a couple things like helmets and, and different things have, have kind of come up. So we're working with those guys and we're going to you know make sure everything's uh, first class and awesome. Make sure you visit the website, like Mott said, the ringshrinks.com uh, for registration and more uh, information. And again, the tournament's August 6th and 7th at the Kingston collection, just South of Boston. Uh, be a you know nice ride and have a blast. It'll be uh, an awesome summer weekend, rain or shine, right Mott? That's right. I'm pumped for it. You know, I, uh, it's, like, it's well, like, we saw your tryout video when you thought there might be scouts there. I get a couple of crossovers, wide dribble. Um, you know, Liam, then, Liam said to me, he goes, Mott's footwork was unbelievable. 
<laughs> he saw he saw the TikTok or something. I was dying. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's fired up. He, th- he thinks he's making a comeback. Yeah, I mean, scouts with contracts in their pockets. You never know, boys and girls. You never know. My uncle Mike did say that he's coming down. He scouts for San Jose. So, hey, there, there will be scouts in attendance. Uh, this episode's also been brought to you by Cross Country Mortgage. If you own a home and haven't looked into refinancing in a while, have a quick chat with our friend Chris Devon and see if it makes sense for you. Devo may be, to, may be able to help you save on a monthly basis so you can put more money into savings or other projects. Check him out at chrisdevon.com. Um March, you want to talk about my hockey rankings? They got a, a, a lot going on. Um, there's some new information about it. You wanna you wanna fill us in what they got going on right now? Yeah, they just dropped uh, the new data for the 22-23 season. Uh, teams, clubs, and leagues can start requesting updates and changes at this time. Uh, they just uh, just had to myhockeyrankings.com again. Myhockeyrankings.com and click the pencil icon on the top right corner of a team to submit a change request. These guys have been a great partner of ours, and they're very, very good people, smart. Um, You know, when we talked about uh, those rankings back in the day and and we've actually been educated on it, it's really important uh, for us to kind of, like, promote these guys because they do a great job, in my opinion. And that's one of the things that uh, is really cool. Um, so team and association memberships for the 2022-23 season are now available as well. Head over there and check out the educational material. They'll be posting all summer leading up to next season. And, you know, the, again, like I can't speak highly enough, you know, the the, the, the fellows at uh, My Hockey Rankings do a great job and kind of understanding, you know, it can get a little crazy, if it's used in the wrong way, but I saw it firsthand when I went down to Tampa with you and, and I saw competitive hockey at age appropriate. So it was, it was really cool to see. Well, Mots, I got a, my hockey rankings question of the week for you. What team do you play when you're the, when you're playing Chell NHL EA sports, as the kids call, it. that's the kids call it these days. Chell. Chell. Yeah. The Chell. <laughs> Um, Who would it be? You got plenty of former teams that you could pick from. Well, I mean, have you played it all? I I haven't played. I it's kind of interesting. Like I was playing when it came. You know, like I was on the uh, video games and I was terrible. I was like a fifty-eight. Um, you know, whatever. But um, so I have to have. A oh yeah, yeah, that was your rank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I thought you meant when you were playing when you were a kid. No, no. So when I was, I was going to tell you about that, but like, so my son never like would ever trade for me or even play with the team that I was on because I was too, <laughs> too terrible. So anyway, um, there's so no say, way you were a 58. They probably, like a 58. You were probably like a 70. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know what but, the baseline was, but I was, yeah. I was right there. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so Sega 95, <laughs> Sega 95 was my, yeah, that I always played, uh, and so it's not, you know, I maybe it was EA Sports, but it was Sega. But um, I was Toronto. I was Toronto when they started doing the one diamonds. Oh, okay. Yeah. So was well, Toronto that, good that year? Who they have like Sunbeam, no, yeah, Gilmore, they, no, Wendell Clark, Gilmore. Gilmore, Gilmore, Clark, and 
I would swap out a dude on the right side, just like on feel. Mm. Uh, and then they had line Dave adjustments. Ellett. Yeah, Dave Ellett on the back end with. Oh uh, yeah. I forget who the other D man was, but then '94 was Washington with Dimitri Kristich. He was legitimate. My God. See '94, I was like a uh, Blackhawks. Was that like that was, Ronick Lama? I think that was. A, it could have been '94, maybe '93, but. They, yeah. yeah, Blackhawks are exceptional, but I always went against the grain, you know. I'll beat yeah. you with a lesser team. I guess if I had to play level. today, I'd like, I mean, basically Colorado's playing a video game right now. So, uh, you know, give me Makar and uh, McKinnon. I mean, I haven't played a video game in probably, I don't know, since I was in college or something. It's been a long time. So th- my kids would smoke me. Yeah, I would say 15 years for me. Yeah, it's definitely definitely been a while. I wonder if KY is playing. I think his video He's games are done too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like Vince Vaughn in the breakup. <laughs> you know, I was like, hey, hey, I'm all set. And she's like walking to the shower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, reminder to uh, register for the Street Hockey Festival. Get your teams together. Uh, if you're interested in sponsoring the event, we have a lot of sponsorships available. Uh, plenty of opportunities. We get the rink wraps, tro- trophy sponsors, t-shirts, vendor spots. Uh, head over to the website or email us at rinkshrinks at gmail.com. We'll be pump- pumping out a bunch of stuff on social media channels as well on the website, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, still some room left in the BY stomach camp with myself, my father, my uncle, my cousin, um, Billy Smiths, the Billy Smiths, they, uh, they come help me out. So it's a fun couple day a week, uh, camp that we run for six weeks at the Canton sports place. So if you're interested, you can, uh, click on the summer skills tab and shoot me an email and secure your spot. Uh, while you're on the website, Mott's Father's Day is coming up, right? So those uh, the hats are back on the store. We got the 47 brand dad hat. Who doesn't want one of those? Or you could rock the uh, rock the by my you know trucker hat that I'm wearing right now. First the rounder. ring, yeah, first rounder. That's what you call it exactly. The ringshrinks.com/shop. But the 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 dad you know hats and they got the Father's Day merch. The t-shirts are they're pretty sharp, Mott's. Be nice. Lawn mowing shirt for you, you know. Yeah, a lot of great swag there. I love the dad hat; it fits my head correctly. And yeah, you, know, you look I'm, great in it. Yeah, but and I'm a dad, so absolutely. Yeah, so it, it kind of suits it. You know, that yeah. suits the head. Su- that curve, the, it just uh, like it, it, it like wraps too much around my nose. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just it's just too much for me. But it looks. Hey, there's a hat for everyone. That's for sure. Mots. Yes. In in NHL 11. Your overall ranking. You ready for this? Uh oh. You were a 77. Oh, 77 is yeah, not yeah. bad. That's not yeah. bad. No. Totally, like totally a tradable asset in the game. Yeah. I bet my son still. You could have play played me. third pair of minutes. No, well, the, the thing is, like, you don't do want to do. Do, line do they changes. do line changes? Yeah, yeah. I never did line changes. I never did either. I wanted to set my lineup and play. Yeah, just play. The, the uh, yeah. jersey is so that line, something that that kids do nowadays? Are the, the lines change? Or does one line play the uh, whole game? Yeah, so you can you can set it so that nobody gets tired, and you can just play line one, d pair one, and your goalie the whole game, or you can uh, edit lines and like rotate lines and go through the whole the whole roster. But I feel like kids nowadays like they probably don't roll all four lines. It's probably all McDavid, Dreisaitl, and 
you know, yeah. the top, McKinnon, the top McCarr, pairs. Yeah, those exactly. Guys, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, so not, not, 77. Not, Dude, yeah. that's like. It's almost C. It's a C plus. I was going to say that's like 90% of my test scores in school growing up. <laughs> like that would be like, dude, 77 Ray that's Bork. Not, like that's yeah, not bad. I have the devil's, uh, the whole roster rankings if you want them, or I can just give you a couple. Just give me a couple. All right. Kovalchuk, 91. Parise, 89. Brodeur, 88. Eliash, 85. All right. What about Whitey? Oh. White was an 82. And that was your I, D partner. So, hey, yeah. that's a good combination right there. A 77 and 82. You know, What's you the highest those? ranking D-man? Did you say one? No, right? Uh, the highest ranking D-man would have been... Green? Uh, Greeny was a 79. Oh, wow. Yep. And then, so was Whitey the top-ranked D-man? Uh, it looks like it, because Jason Arnett wasn't one, and then Zajac Langenberger... Volchenkov, he was a forward, I believe. No, he was a D. Oh, okay. No, so Volchenkov was a D was, man. Big Volchenkov lefty, right? Was the highest eighty-five. Yeah. He used to eat eat uh, shots like he just Vol- a shot blocker. Volchenkov was an eighty-five, so that was your highest. I disagree pair. with that, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm just trying to think. I'm doing quick some quick math. Um, so we're almost. I think we're just under eighty. Yeah, you'd average out like seventy-nine and a half. Oh, yuck. Yeah, but you guys I want were that a B team. minus. I want that B minus. Extra credit, maybe. All right, uh, 79.6. It goes up to a B minus. Oh, oh so you, you, there's a curve and it's a roundup. All right, nice. Yeah, like that. Uh, uh, so, all right, well, Mach, you got anything else for us? Celts? Yeah, I. I, mean, I haven't been watching. I know you have been, but um, I have it on DVR. No, I haven't really been watching. No, it's on. It's on. So we got what's the series at right now? One one. This is game three. Yeah. Well, we'll see if the Celts could do it. It, They wouldn't be doing me any favors by winning it. I'll tell you that much. I'll be working. (laughs) Parade. uh, (laughs) All right, Jersey. Well, once again, uh, make sure you hit up the website, therinkshrinks.com, for all the street hockey info, uh, sponsorship info, all that good stuff. Uh, Thanks to KY for jumping on. Uh, had a blast catching up with him and shooting the breeze. Hopefully he comes back to Beantown soon so we can get that uh, that dot tournament going. Love it. Love it. And uh, I think it's time to cue that rink shrink shuffle. Yeah.